This is Natalie. This is Siobhan. And you're listening to Hysterical. Our podcast about history. Um, okay, so I'm going to be on the mic this week, and I'm going to be talking about the Kennedy curse. Ooh, Kennedy curse. Um, so let's start all the way back with some background on the Kennedys and how they, they came to be. So Joseph Patrick Kennedy Sr. was born in 1888. Rose Elizabeth Fitzgerald, which is how we get, is born in 1890. They get married. Rose Elizabeth was the oldest daughter of John F. Honey Fitz. This is his full name. Fitzgerald, who was the mayor of Boston. So she was already like kind of the heir to a political dynasty. And then she marries Joe Patrick. These are great names. If you're going to be the heir to a political dynasty, you've, you've got to have a solid name. Honey Fitz is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I want to know how that came to be. Um, okay, so Joseph Pat... I'm going to go full names because then you get confused when they're all named the same thing. So Joe, Joe Patrick Sr. Uh, gets into investing in real estate in the stock market in like the mid-19-teens. There is no better time in American history to get involved <laughs> in the stock market. Everything was going so well. Um, so during Prohibition, there's, like, all this speculation that he's, like, into bootlegging. He's making his money there. And it's, like, to the point where, like, people got arrested and were like, yeah, no, I was, like, making booze with him in his basement. And scholars are like, no, that didn't happen. Um, but he was an Irish Catholic in Boston during Prohibition, so I'm, I'm going to guess he was probably bootlegging his own booze. <laughs> he was getting it somehow. There was no, there was no stopping him. Um, so after a loan from his parents valued at $1 million today, which, come on, a loan from your father for a million dollars, we've done this. <laughs> He buys a controlling share of the Columbia Trust Bank and makes himself president. And this is all in, like, 1915. So things, things are looking dandy. Uh, yeah, things are you know? looking up now. <laughs> okay, so I pulled this directly from an article about him because I thought it was just hilariously written. Um, Kennedy, in 1919, Kennedy joined the prominent stock brokerage firm of Hayden, Stone & Co., where he became an expert dealing the unread dealing in the unregulated stock market of the day, engaging in tactics that are now considered to be insider trading and market <laughs> manipulation. <laughs> so basically he was just like before anybody knew how to do that, he was doing it. And he so was it wasn't illegal. He was pioneering this <laughs> insider trade. trading. Yeah. So he, he walked so Martha Stewart could run. It, pretty much. And so it, it only gets worse when he makes multiple millions of dollars shorting the stock market on the day of the crash. <laughs> so basically, he is like a big hand in creating the Great Depression, but let's just move on from that because it gets better. So now he has all his money. He pulls it out of the stock market by shorting the stock market, which I'm not going to explain because I don't really understand, but I just know that's really bad. Um, I, I watch the big short ones, so I know that makes me no expert, so but... Uh... <laughs> He pulls all his money and puts it into real estate. Okay. And by 1935, he's valued at $180 million then, which is like $3.4 billion now. Right. So they have like so much money. Or just a regular Jeff Bezos. So much money. 
And so he invests like very heavily in FDR's 1932 presidential campaign. And FDR obviously wins. He's trying to get us back from, I don't know, what did we call it? The, the New Deal. So he creates the SEC, which is a stocks, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which is overseeing insider trading <laughs> and making sure no one can short the stock market and create the Great Depression. And As he, he did create, just a few years well, before. Well, FDR is creating this. Um, and so he taps Joe Sr. to be the chair of the SEC. Naturally. So I'm really curious as to how this country ever got out of the Great Depression. But <laughs> he, he promptly walked through the door and then <laughs> shut it, slammed it behind everyone else. Well, he only has that job for a year. So I think at some point they were like, mm, this like, isn't it's, really good. It's giving conflict of interest <laughs> Like, <laughs> So that's when they make him ambassador to England, ship him off. And they're like, you know what? You go like around over there. So, like, the po- this is interesting to me because the politics, like, obviously he's not running for office. He's not in office, but he's, like, in the sphere now, you know? He was with the SEC. Now he's an ambassador, which just, like, yeah. they're really giving it to anybody. Well, and it's also, like, I think her family, his wife's family, was, like, a political family. Hmm. And so Honey Fitz was really Natural. into yeah, making... Yeah, Honey Fitz, of course. His grandkids, his child, like he wanted them to have political aspirations, which we will come to see. Um, okay, so senior gets shipped off across the pond. Yeah, but we're gonna. So that's just some background on how they have like three point four billion dollars, just kind of fool around with and pocket change. And anyone with that kind of money at any time in American politics is going to be influential, of course. So they have nine children. And I'm just going to run through the names because, like, they, they, they named well. They named well. I'm okay, not going to lie. Okay, you're just saying this is a slight to Queen Victoria, <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. I'm sorry you don't like Leopold. I'm just, like, it's just really, like, the repetition of the three names. Well, like, because, when, like, that's, that's a name. In every era, I, I do feel like there's there's two names for each sex that are appropriate, and they just, it, they it's, it's just the same well, thing. Well, one of them gets, like, really slighted. Well, let's see. Okay, so we have... Joseph Patrick Kennedy Jr. is the oldest. Then it goes John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Rose Marie Kennedy, Kathleen Agnes Kick Kennedy. Kick, I've heard her name before. Yes. Okay, and then this is, she gets slighted. Eunice. Oh, Eunice. And Eunice ends up being a Shriver, which people think, like, you know, they she forget not, that she's a Kennedy. She was not destined for greatness with a name like Eunice. Uh, it's tough. It is tough, but we'll get to it. Patricia Helen Kennedy, Robert Francis Kennedy, Jean Ann Kennedy, and Edward Moore Kennedy. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Every single male name registered exactly the same. Like, I heard you say the same name seven times. I know. Times. It is going to get a little confusing. So at any point, like, stop me if it's unclear who which we're of, talking about. Which of the J... The J insert <laughs> insert biblical <laughs> or <laughs> or Patrick somewhere. Just throw Patrick in there. Well, you know that's like a, a middle name that shows up a couple times. Um, okay, so f- there's nine of them. Five of these kids die or become incapacitated by the time they're fifty, and one of them, a sixth, like probably committed murder. <laughs> 
So yeah, this story has so, murder. <laughs> so this is the curse. This is the aforementioned curse. Yeah. So you have nine children and you have $3.4 billion, which is so much money but and you cannot keep your children alive. Five out of nine is like, that's like medieval percentage of like I know this isn't even like child as survival. I was researching it I like tried to justify a couple of them I was like oh it was a war I was like no life expectancies were long yeah. <laughs> and they had a lot of money so like their life expectancy was double the average American so there like there is there's something no afoot there there's no something excuse. afoot um so let's run it down in chronological order so it's widely known that senior, their mm -hmm. dad, really wanted Joseph Patrick to be president, who is the oldest son. His grandfather said when he was like months old, months old, this child is the future president of the nation. Like, he can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no pressure there. <laughs> so like since he could walk, since everything, they were like, he is going to be president. He's great. He's going to be mayor of Boston after his grandfather. Then he'll be a senator. Then he'll be president. They're like, we've got this down. You other eight, like, just wait in the Kick wings. rocks. Like, sorry. <laughs> they send him to Choate. Oh, Choate. Familiar. You know. And then he goes to Harvard where he plays five sports. I could not name five sports at the moment while I'm sitting here. At, but where did he find the time? I play no sports. I do not have the time. <laughs> He's and, not going to class. Oh, but like, and but like he when, was president of the student body. But, like, when you are part of this family, I feel like you just kind of show up to class and they give you an eye, like... I'm sure. I mean, I think there's a Kennedy thing at Harvard. They all go to Harvard, but that's besides the point. Um, okay, so they really, really want him to be president. Except in 1941, he gets his draft call for the U.S. Army. So he has oh. to go overseas. And so he goes to England. I don't really know. That's all war stuff. So he's overseas. Okay. So, like, let's just, like, put him aside for a moment. Okay. He's at war. He's off doing manly things. <laughs> when will Joseph Patrick, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Peter, <laughs> Paul come back from war? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. No worries. Um, Okay. So all – okay. Let's go back in time to 1918. So now we're, like, pre-shorting the stock market – they, Joe Patrick Sr. and Rose give birth to their third child, which... They course, did it together? Good for them. Breaking oh, oh, gender oh, norms. Oh, oh, oh just wait. <laughs> Rose Marie Kennedy, because of course it can't get more confusing and all of them have the same names. Rose mother goes into labor early and the doctor can't get there. So the nurse reaches her hand oh, no. into the oh, womb and no. holds the baby in place. <laughs> Until the doctor gets there. So obviously the kid like comes like has consequences of that because she was born and then physically kept in the womb. Like I know nothing about but like medicine. Like that it just doesn't sound good. It just feels like something you should not do. This is like that episode of Grey's Anatomy, not to bring up Grey's Anatomy again, <laughs> where Meredith like plunges her hand to like stop the bomb from going off. Like this feels like the same thing. Like, there's no winners here. It's, I, I just, oh, when I was reading it, I was like, just stressed. <laughs> <Just> stressed. <laughs> so 
Uh, they the baby is born, she cries, whatever, I don't know. Growing up, they um start to notice that she can't really keep up with her family. So like when the kids are, I don't know, doing like their American football, like out on the hyenas lawn, like she just doesn't want to play. Or when they're, they're like, like five starting their campaigns. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, so she was observed as the family said, like, in documents. Like, she was, quote-unquote, slow. So do we think this was more developmental delay or on the autism spectrum? Or it, we can't it's, really speculate? It, I, so she also would have really bad seizures. Okay. Which, like, in most of the things I read, they didn't really have an under... Like, even at that time of, like, why people had grand mal seizures. Mm-hmm. So... It's hard to know what it was because they don't talk about it. Mm. So it's which you'll see why. Um, so I, I don't know. I think what? it was like a little bit more developmentally delayed and just like I don't know where it, in the birth order is my she girl Rosie. Is third okay? Yes. Okay. So yeah, they, they weren't. Deterred. So it goes Joe, John, and I mean she wasn't going to be president, so they were like, all right, whatever. But. Um, they don't want anyone to know because they're like, someone in this family is going to be president of the United States and they can't, like, the American people can't think that, like, they're related to someone who's mentally ill. Which is terrible, there was, but like, also, like, that's But there was the also, time. like, no understanding of the fact that, like, m- mental illness isn't contagious or, like, you know, like, that wasn't something that in any way was talked about or understood how, like, one person in a family Um, Well, they just have to look perfect, too. It's all about image, and it's totally messed up, but they have to look. Yeah. All of them have to look perfect. So they, like, were like, nobody will know. So when they are presented to court to meet the queen when he becomes ambassador, there's, like, photos, and she's just kind of standing to the side. Like, they all go talk to the queen, and they basically, it seems as though they told her, like, just stand there, don't say anything. She's like Mary in Pride and Prejudice, just sort of, like, regulated to the piano. So... They, as um, Joe's growing up and they're like, he's going to be president, we can't, we can't do this. So um, in 1941, at age 23, they decide they're going to give her a lobotomy in order to cure of her. Oh, oh no. Without her consent. It's getting worse. So the feminine urge to get a lobotomy. <laughs> I know. I was like reading it and I was like, I've made so many lobotomy jokes. <laughs> because, okay, well, then when I, I like went down a rabbit, rabbit hole of like what lobotomies are. And I'm, and I'm begging you not to tell me. <laughs> I am begging you to disclose absolutely none of that information. Unless it's essential for the viewers, but not for no, me. No, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, okay, let me give like a basic premise. They keep you awake. Oh, I'm already tapping out. And cut out pieces of your brain. So they're doing that. And they're like, this will help. This will. They think they can, like, take out the disease part of the brain, but, like, they don't know where to cut. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, so when she comes out of the procedure, she can't walk or talk. Oh, my So it was, God. like, incredibly botched. Like, incredibly oh, botched. Oh, that's and, so traumatic. And, and what's really sad is that part of what happens when you get a lobotomy is they, like, ask you to talk. 
And so she was so worried about making her dad upset that she just kept repeating the words even though they were going too far. Like, she didn't want... Oh, my God. She oh, didn't want her dad so to... so upsetting. Yeah. Oh, profoundly upsetting. Yeah. So, basically, after this, they're like, well, shit. Because... Do you know where the procedure was done? In, somewhere in It was Boston? like a family... Yeah, it was a family friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just call up your family well, friend Well, who, like, a, probably was, like, the head of neurosurgery at Harvard or something. I mean, but it's, like, the same thing as, like, hemo... Like, they didn't know how to, like, cure anything. Oh. or So, but it is really sad because... She didn't – She it went too far because she was like, I'm not letting – I want my dad to think that, like, they're curing me. So after this, they just put her in an institution and forget about her. Okay. So, All like, right. literally never to be seen again. Mm. And she spends the rest of her life in, like, multiple mental institutions. At some point in her life, like, she regains her ability to talk, and that's when, like, all of that stuff comes out. And, like, it's really sad. She dies at, like, she lives a really long life. She died in 2009. Really? Yeah. But I didn't even, like, I I mean, maybe it was just because I was was, seven, but also I don't really remember. It was tight-lipped. Oh. They didn't talk about her. Poor Rose. Well, yes. And so, but I just, okay. I forgot to share a fun story about her because this was my favorite thing that I found. So before they decide to give her a lobotomy, they put her in a convent because that cures everybody. Right. They were like, if the nunnery doesn't work, it's straight to the surgery. And she got kicked out of the nunnery. Good for um, her. Because (laughs) she would sneak out a window in the middle of the night, go to bars, and bring men back to the convent. No, and for Rose. And and as she should. I literally wrote the yassification of that. (laughs) She was doing it for the culture. Yes, Rose. So She's, She's an Irish at heart. <laughs> so once she gets kicked out of the convent, that's when they were like, okay, well, um, now we're going to just cut out half of her brain. She's like, prohibition didn't stop my family. <laughs> Sister Margaret sure as shit isn't going to stop me. <laughs> I'm just like thinking, <laughs> like the nuns wake up in the morning, they go in and they're like, they're like, well, Rose is drunk right. again. <laughs> Somebody get Rose in Advil. <laughs> Jesus, she's so hungover at morning prayer. (laughs) Give her a rosary. I want to know what happens in the convent. Should we infiltrate a convent? I just think maybe it would be good for me (laughs) if I went just for a little while. (laughs) Just a little cleanse. I used to, when I was younger, tell my mom I was going to go to the nunnery. Like, when I did bad things, I was like, just send me to the convent. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they should have. that's on religious trauma. Um, okay, so they are like, you know what? She's in an institution. We're going to just kind of forget about Rosemary. Yeah. And you know what? Joe is being a war hero, and we're going to make him president. So in uh, (laughs) 1944, he is overseas in England, and he is the only Kennedy allowed to attend his sister Kick's wedding to Willie... Oh, this is a great name. I'm so excited. William John Robert Cavendish. Okay, so Cavendish. <laughs> Cavendish, okay, this is where I get nerdy. Those are the Dukes of Devonshire. Yes. And so, obviously, they're in the Church of England. The Kennedys are Irish Catholic, so her mother is pissed that she's marrying into the Church of England. So, okay, like, okay. so mad. So, Kick... 
meets him while she's in England with her dad, who's the ambassador. She falls in love with the the Duke of Devonshire, William. It's unclear if she if she falls in love with him or like his mediocre tie to aristocracy. Okay, (laughs) and 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 so fair, and so fair, like. It just seems like she wanted to be tethered to the British throne, like, just a little. Okay, so me and Kick are, like, pretty similar. Yeah, no, I I would say of all of them. I identify with (laughs) Kick. Okay, but so, like, I mention this to say, like, all of the time they were keeping up appearances. So they were like, he's in England. Like, we can't have him not go to his sister's wedding, like, while he's abroad. And he, like, goes in his, like, military dress. It's all for images. It's all for those images to come back. Okay, so Kick is... You could correct me if I'm wrong. So Kick is basically being, like, excommunicated from her family for marrying someone who's not Catholic. Yes, but, like, this one wasn't that bad. Like, she was like, I'm in love with him, like, yada, yada, yada. And they were kind of like, okay, but we're not really going to acknowledge it. But, like, we're not... You still get your inheritance. You still will be in the family portrait. Like... It wasn't, like, real. But it was, we like, we're guess- not going to go to the wedding and celebrate this marriage. Yeah, but it's also, like, they have the brother go, and, you know, it's a war, and flying across, like, you know, there's there's ways to make it seem less like. Like they just didn't want to go. Yeah. This family stays doing their daughters dirty, so in oh, that yeah. respect, screw the Kennedys. Fair enough. So Joe Jr. is... After the wedding, he's flown 25 missions of, like, bombs or I don't know. And he is eligible to return. And they're like, yep, get over here. You're now a war <laughs> hero. You're you've about got a, to be president. You've got a campaign to run by. <laughs> they're, like, printing the buttons. But Joe's like, this is not what I want. <laughs> oh, no. Th- Joe, this is not the time for you to have, like, the... The Disney Channel, like, this is your dream, Dad, not mine. Like, this is not a good time. Well, instead of doing his Disney Channel moment, he's like, I'm going to just volunteer to extend my stay. Famous last words. Literally last words. <laughs> um, so he volunteers to fly an additional mission. He's flying over England in the, like... Was this, like... I. Blitzkrieg? Are we in that? No, that was like before the 41. That was before Pearl Harbor. Yes? No, no we're in 44. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know I why don't he's flying over England, but good, good for good Oh, well, time. I think he's flying from England. Okay. And he's like going. Okay, and the plan is like somewhere along their little route to drop bombs and then parachute out of the plane. Like 10 minutes into the flight, the bombs ignite and the plane goes <gasps> up. So it's it, not even like he was shot down by the enemy or killed in... Oh, no, it was, it was just like, like a malfunction. Yeah, so he's 29, and he dies at, in 1944. He's 29. 29. Oh. So Joe back home is like, well, fuck. <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> Your son's like, He's like, I'm really sorry I haven't paid you any attention. You are now president of the United States. Um... I'm sorry, I'm not making light of Joe's death. Um, so, Kick's husband is also in the war. Okay. Three weeks after her older brother dies, her husband is killed by a sniper. No, Cavendish is gone too. And Cavendish is. So I don't we're... know why I'm surprised. I'm like, they're, they're at World War II, and I'm like, <laughs> they died? So that's what I'm no. saying. I'm like, so in the beginning, nobody was like, 
this is kind of weird. Like, you have one kid that disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to Rose. Mm. And now Joe di- But they're like, it's war. Like, the men die in war. Yeah. It happens. So, Wait, and so they're just, like, we have five more men to choose from. Do we know if Kick, they've got their own little army there. Um, do we know if Kick just, like, vibed out in England for the rest of her life? Or oh, where oh, she we're going to get. We're gonna okay, get to great. It. So, in 1944, we're down... Two Kennedy children. But, oh, but Joe Sr. is like, do not fret. We're going to just go with the second choice, John Fitz. No, no sweat off my back. Um, Joe Sr. was absurdly committed to the bit, and I kind <laughs> of respect him for that. Like, he woke up every morning and he was like, I will not rest until one of my children is president. At which point, I don't understand why he didn't just have a moment of, like, if you want something done well, you gotta do it yourself. Like, why Why is he not running? But that, And that's why I'm, like, the bootleg. Like, I think... The, oh, there were too many skeletons in the closet, yeah. maybe? Yeah, mm. so he was, like... I'm going to have my children do it, and I can control the skeletons all of their lives. That sounds like a really healthy father. Oh, yeah. I really think that, like, everyone had the happiest childhood in this house. There's definitely no trauma there None. at all. None. Like, nothing that needs therapizing. And and then, like, you got the two boys down way later in the birth order who are like, so what, Dad? <laughs> He's like, shut up. I don't even remember your name. <laughs> He's like, seven, eight. <laughs> Thing, thing seven, thing eight. The women don't even get names. It's just she. Everything is Mary or Rose. They just, it's interchangeable. So Kick is heartbroken, air quotes, by the death of William with three first names. The heir to a tiny dukedom whom she was married to for five weeks. Okay, but if you've ever seen the house or, like, pictures of the house where they... It's the house from Downton Abbey. It's called... Ch- no. Where, do, where are... Yeah. Yeah, it's the house from Downton Abbey, I think. That's where they live. Or maybe they live at Chatsworth. I don't know. But, like, the house is nice. Oh, so, and, like, like the if wedding... I was kick, I'd be, I'd be crying, too. Maybe not over William with three names, but definitely <laughs> over the estate. Yeah, but, like, they were married for five weeks. Five weeks of unadulterated bliss. <laughs> The happiest but, five, but she's she's now escaped whatever households the Kennedys had. Yeah, she's and like, she's like put an ocean. And, and let's talk about trauma. She was like, no, there will be an ocean between me and Hyannis. Anything less than the Atlantic will not do. So she's just like, I guess, vibing out, and she quickly falls in love again with another man, lightly tethered to British aristocracy. <laughs> okay, so she has a type. Who can blame her? I'm a kick apologist. The eighth Earl. Of no, the eighth Earl Fitzwilliams. Yeah. Okay. Go off. So she's like, "Yep, he's the one." William with for three first names. You're done. You're <laughs> done. And her mother tells her, "Well, oh, is this is this man's Catholic? I'm assuming oh, oh, not. No. I would assume not." So her mother tells her, and like, there's documentation of this. If you pull this shit again <laughs> and marry a Protestant, you do not get your inheritance. And we're excommunicating you from the family. Like, her mother was like, we did this once. She's at her wit's end. (laughs) So, Kick hears that her father is going to Paris. So, she's like, I'm going to fly to Paris and basically sit dad down and be like, mom is tripping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm marrying Earl Fitzwilliam. And I'm so in love with him. Yada, yada, yada. So, she goes... and. 
the wedding was impending. Like, they had a date, which also, like, makes me think, like, why you got to shotgun this? Mm. <laughs> okay, a Protestant wedding is one thing. A Protestant baby, <laughs> she's like, D- if you, if you, if and, you and name him anything from the Bible, at this it's point, over. that would have been, yeah, because Joe's, yeah, it would have been the first kid, like grandkid. Rose is punching the air. Yeah, she's mad. She's she's pressed. Rose is so pressed. So after speaking to her father in Paris, Fitzwilliam and Kit take flight abroad. Like aboard, like a very small plane. Did, did okay. So they're leaving Paris. Fitzwilliam went with her. Yeah. To speak to. The and dad. they're going to the French Riviera for vacation, which like isn't you don't go to the French Riviera like for bad news. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's more like let's go to Wales. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's leaving the French Riviera like sad. So about an hour into the flight, they're. Throughout this story, there is just information about planes that I don't want to know. And I'm also like, at what point do they just stop letting Kennedys fly? Yeah, like, at what point are the dots, like, why are the dots not connecting? So they're never, never board another aircraft again. And it's all like, someone who should not have been piloting the aircraft is piloting the aircraft. It could all be so simple. This episode could be 10 minutes long if they just stopped getting on planes. So an hour into their flight, they're like, in the center of a storm. And they're experiencing insane turbulent <laughs> turbulence. And it's like stated, whatever, I don't know how they've mapped this out. They were like dropping a thousand feet and then like like crazy. So they get out of the storm. And I beg of you, do not explain to me how this is possible. <laughs> um and they realize they're like going like this, like into like, the ground. Okay. So they like yank it up to go the other way, and the wings fall off the oh, plane. Oh. So it. So they're. They just hit. They hit the ground. So um, that's the end of Kick and Fitzwilliam. Oh my god! So, that's a blaze of glory. To come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> she. That, yeah. So like somewhere over the French Riviera. She dies with Fitzwilliam and her, her, her life. And her mom is back home like, I can't believe I have to bury her with a Protestant. She died with a Protestant. No, so her father is the only Kennedy to attend her funeral because it was held by his family. Bro, uh, what is up with this family? If this episode... Which, and I wrote, which I only mentioned to emphasize the fact that it's funny that they're considered, like, the greatest American family of all time. Like, they... I know. I went into this episode, like, really loving the Kennedys, and I feel like this was all just kind of a a ploy for you to get me to hate the Kennedys and, and you're not not succeeding. <laughs> yeah, so she's buried in England. Okay. Like, nobody... So... She didn't even... So okay. back she probably to preferred the, that, though. Back to the birth order. We're now Joe, Rose, and Kathleen are all... We've lost them. We've lost them. So John is the only of the first four that is still alive in 48. Like, think about that. Again, no pressure at all here. Yeah, and then, like, after that, it's, like, Eunice, which yeah. we, we already knew she <laughs> wasn't destined life. for anything. But she's great, Mom. I love the Shrivers. <laughs> uh, Patricia, who I've literally never heard I of. I don't think you even said Patricia's name the first time we ran through it, because I've never heard that before. Yeah, those ones I was like, mm, nothing really interesting happened in their life. Um, Except for the fact that they lived. Yeah, and they, like disappeared into the fringes of society no. because that was the only way to survive. Wouldn't you? I would, oh, I'd be like, okay, sure. writing's on the wall. I need to go no, live okay, so far away from everyone. No, okay, at this point, though, like, I would be like, mm, 
two tragic accidents. Like, the lobotomy, you obviously don't talk about, so, like, that that's not considered. I'd be like, okay, my brother died at war. Everyone's brother died at war. And my sister was, like, in a freak plane accident. Yeah, but I feel like in the coming decades, oh, in, you're like... Oh, by the end of the se- 60s, I would be like, I, I, witness I will be in a doomsday bunker. <laughs> With just, just like, cans of beans for the stop. rest of my life. Get out of my brain. I was just <laughs> about to say cans of beans just surrounding you. Um, okay. So now we have John Fitzgerald Kennedy, the man, the myth, the legend, of which I have knowledge that you were a sympathizer. I am such a sympathizer because I know you don't like him, but I feel like what you consistently fail to consider is that he was hot and that is that is sort of like the dominant characteristic that i think about when i consider the no and he was wildly attractive like and like it should not be forgotten which like i don't know what joe looked like i'm like how did we not just see them growing up and being like yeah john's got the face he's giving face maybe maybe joe did have a face well, I assume he had a face. <laughs> he was actually a faceless man. Did he? <laughs> um, try making that president. <laughs> Slenderman. But, yeah. <laughs> Slenderman is president. Slenderman Kennedy. <laughs> the okay. only one who lived forever. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, JFK okay, is... We're, we're looking at a picture okay, of him. Okay, but RFK is hot, too. Oh, is he related to the now Ginger Kennedy who's, like, going against Ed Markey and failed? Okay, so the Ginger... The last great American dynasty? Yeah. That, it's that's over, and it's over. actually what Taylor Swift wrote that song about, was Ed Markey be- Yeah, RFK's hot. Yeah, RFK was hot. He had face. He gave face. He, he can't. Fa- <laughs> face card was not declining. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoiler. Okay. So, JFK also was in World War II, and in a made-for-movie scene, he, like, there's, like, a ship crash. He's in the Navy, and he, like, keeps all these people alive in enemy waters for days before they're rescued. Okay, so actually, actually so weird. <laughs> I, my, my dad made me watch a stupid fucking movie <laughs> about this. And, and he, like, one day he was like, we should watch this movie. And halfway through, he was like... Natalie, this movie, this movie was not what I thought. He's like, this is nowhere near as good as I as I thought it was. It was called like PT PT one hundred two. Yeah, so, the, which oh. is like, and, and but it's like literally made for TV. Yeah, but like I've read so the he, classics. I know what you're talking he's about. He's the only president to ever earn a Purple Heart. Oh, okay. Because he's injured, and that's where he gets, like, the chronic pain is because he, like, had these guys, like, on his shoulders, and he's, like, on what of the raft. Which makes me think of what was... Oh, this is such a tangent. It can be cut out later. But what's the movie where she, like, survives for, like, 40 days because she thinks the guy's alive? On oh, Adrift. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, like... Let's watch, like, a fun movie. And Kelsey put on a drip. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Why did you think this was a lighthearted movie? Yeah, TT109. God, I'm really sorry. But he knows. He knows it's not a good movie. But I'm just saying, like, I weirdly know so much about what Kennedy did in the war and pretty much nothing else. So he's now... So this all happens in 43. So, like, he is kind of, like, a hero when he returns from this. And his dad's, like... Great work, son. <laughs> That's going to look really good on the campaign buttons, <laughs> of which I have many. You have original yeah. Kennedy I also have buttons? an original in my house. 
I have an original uh, campaign poster, and my favorite photo of my best friend from home, hi, Marin, is of her <laughs> kissing Kennedy. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. In, a, in addition to the Marin photo, there's also, if I, if I do say so myself, kind of an iconic photo of me with a Kennedy. <laughs> Which feels like sort of an important tangent. Okay, so wait, and then you made up a lie. <laughs> no, no, this is a different thing. I did make up a lie that I hooked up with the Kennedy. That that was totally made up. But there's a whole other. There's a picture of me. Okay, I'll I'll take you back. It's, it's March of 2020. Okay, not long um, ago. Or no, no, no. I'm totally wrong. It was January of 2020. I had just gone through recruitment. Oh my I, god! That's the one I'm talking about. I had just gone through recruitment for my sorority. On I made it all the way through. On bid day, I was told that I like I got a call and was like, "Don't come to the celebrations. You didn't get a bid." So I'm like, "Okay, it's fine." Everyone around me is like going, getting their bids, finding out what sorority they're in, and I was in my room sobbing. Siobhan got into 80 pie she got a bid and i called her and i was like i i didn't get a bid from kayo like they dropped me on the last day like who does that and she was like okay come up to my room she's like lie in my bed just like she's like we're gonna go to the celebrations <laughs> everyone in thurston is gone at the celebrations i'm in my bed sobbing like i was crying so Wait, hard i want to see if i can find the photo so i so i'm lying in her bed and completely alone and she has a Kennedy. Uh, a, oh, she leaves. Yeah, she leaves. Oh, but like, I, I was. She, I she mean, I'm a miss. good friend, but I'm not a great <laughs> friend. <laughs> so she leaves, and I'm lying in her bed, and she has a poster of JFK smoking a cigar, mm -hmm. ab like behind behind her bed, like you know, above where her head is. So I'm sitting in the bed, like just sobbing, and I decide to take a Snapchat <laughs> picture of myself with tears streaming down my face. You can see Kennedy in the back, and I captioned it, just two people who were both done incredibly <laughs> dirty. And so I I, <laughs> I basically said that um, getting dropped from a sorority on the last day is akin to getting your brains blown out in the back of a car. So sorry for that, JFK. I was in a really dark place. No, you and, then I got a, and then I got a call at like 4 p.m., and they were like, it was an accident. You actually did get a bid. And I was like... I, no, you so, wrote, so I did all this for what? You wrote two people that were absolutely murked. <laughs> <laughs> I said something like that. So that was rather insensitive. So he's come back from being a movie star in the war. <laughs> and um, his dad's like, it's your turn, son. He's it's like, time for you to be president. <laughs> we're going to start. But the big thing that he has to do is, like, find a wife. Yeah. So in... Which, like, can't be that hard for G.I. JFK over here. Yeah, like, probably not. everybody probably wants him. But you you do have to take into consideration that this man will be president of the United States or Joe Sr. will launch himself off a bridge. So, like, like you are marrying into something. <laughs> He's like, I am lobotomizing each of my children if you fail me. <laughs> like... Sorry. It's horrible. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so in 1952, he meets Jackie Bouvier at um, a party where, like, two friends introduce them. And she was a reporter for the Times at the po that point in her life. Um, she went to George Washington <laughs> University. Yes. Shout out. Got a BA in French literature. Yeah, she did. And she went to Miss Porter's School for Girls, which Absolutely, I consider a finishing school that is pr 
it has to be exactly in between our houses. It is. Miss Porter, this is an anti-Miss Porter's podcast. Sorry to say. <laughs> but I'm saying in terms of how far we live apart, Miss Porter's is it's probably like the smack midpoint. dab in the middle. Um, so JFK viewed her as a challenge. We, like She was working and all of this. But she was like quickly like, oh, I, I don't need to do all that. <laughs> like, like, this is She's like, this is just a placeholder. <laughs> what, what the hell am I going to do with French like, literature? She's like, oh, I can stop writing <laughs> and just wait. I can forget how to read. Like, I, I'm <laughs> just trying to get you married. G.I. Joe. <laughs> so, um, but he, he liked, there was nothing Jack liked better than a challenge, is the quote from his friend. And meanwhile, it is, like, noted that Jackie knew that the ladies, this is a quote, ladies' man politician would cause her heartbreak, but decided, quote, such heartbreak would be worth the pain. That's, like, cute, but also a little toxic. (laughs) That needs to get fleshed out a little bit. That is uh, Machine Gun Kelly with with Megan Fox's blood around his neck. Yeah, she's a little, that's a little, like, "Mm, I love pain. It's (laughs) fine. I'm a masochist. Um, so they were, the two are married on September 12th, 1953, which is like quick. But yeah, that is really quick. In Newport, Rhode Island. So I'm guessing Hyannis had not been built in a Catholic ceremony. So Rose is like, yeah, she's I like, come. we're on track. <laughs> um, so the start of their marriage is like not great. They oh. have, she has a miscarriage. Like this is like, they were Aaron sparing. Like I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. They okay. were like, you need to make the next generation. And poor Jackie has a miscarriage. And then their first child is stillborn. Oh. Yeah. That's really sad. So in 57, which like, they get married. In, so in four years, she has a miscarriage, a stillbirth, and then has Caroline. Okay. Which like, you're really, you're pregnant for all of those four yeah. years. Yeah. And, at and that point. I, I can't imagine that, you know, Rose, ever the quiet observer of her children's <laughs> lives, wasn't like, hey, I had nine. Like, you, you got to get started sometime. But she's like, I had nine, and now half of them are. And gone. she's like, and that's why you have nine. <laughs> if you have two, it's over for you. Okay. So they have Caroline. And then in. I'm trying to do math. In 56, so before Caroline, there are rumors that the junior senator from Massachusetts, JFK, is going to be the vice presidential pick. Okay, so JFK had, he had started a career in politics at this point. Yeah, so he, I mean, but like. He was a senator. That's not even of note because it's like, it was like a foregone conclusion. It was like whoever was the senator stepped down and they like ushered JFK into the seat and laid him on his throne. (laughs) Um, So there's. Rumors. So Joe Sr. is like, fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes. Um, and he doesn't get it. He doesn't, so he doesn't get what? The vice presidential nomination. Oh, So okay. Joe Sr. was probably Who's, somewhere white man <laughs> punching drywall. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the president? Who was That's the... Tough. What year was it? 56. So, oh, Eisenhower. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Thank you. Um, okay, so he loses the... He doesn't get the nomination. For... To, vice president. And who was the person who was going to be president? Whose campaign? Eisenhower. Okay, great. So, um, Joe Sr. is like, punch into drywall post-frat party. Um, but it, it's fine. It's fine. JFK is like, Dad, don't worry. Don't worry. Patch the holes. 
I'm going to run for president. So on January 2nd, 1960, he announces that he's running for president. Which, let's discuss the election is the same year. Yeah, every time I I hear things about campaigns of old, I'm like, wow, that's so nice that you just, like, 10 months before, like, I'm going to do this. I don't have to hear you talking for for four years. For four Um, years. Which, but it's interesting is because the shift in politics happens with this because now, as we'll see, everything's televised. Mm. So he's running against Richard Nixon. Ugh. Who's campaign strategy was to go to every single state, all 50 states. He spent one day in all 50 states, and Kennedy was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go to the swing states. <laughs> and just like, you have fun in Hawaii. You're like, who, who's going to tell Republican him? Republican nominee for president, have fun in Hawaii. I'm going to go to Michigan. JFK's like, is, is this guy serious? <laughs> How did Richard Nixon ever become president? <laughs> It was ugh, it was a dark time in American history. So um, the two of them participate in the first ever televised presidential debate in which... Isn't this the one where Richard Nixon, like, sweats his face so off? So Kennedy agrees to wear makeup. So he's like, I'm going to be on TV. I'm hot. He knows. He I'm knows. Hot. And so literally I've watched the debate. I could not tell you a single policy. <laughs> that either of them talked about the whole time you're just watching Richard Nixon melt <laughs> <laughs> like the bad witch <laughs> he's puddling and then like it it's like you, it makes you feel bad for the man he walked off stage five pounds lighter than he did when he <laughs> it's came just on. it's you're just like oh oh baby <laughs> things are about to get so much worse for you too <laughs> like this isn't oh, even the get, worst it'll get better for a little bit and then so so bad but it's like you understand why his self-confidence was so low that he had to do watergate yeah. i'm a watergate <laughs> apologist <laughs> had we not put Wait, nixon no, no. on tv with kennedy we would have been fine. The Watergate Hotel would just be a shitty hotel on the corner of the street. No, because the 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 OG Watergate is him sweating all of that water on stage. Like that was the first Watergate. The second Watergate that was his that was his villain origin story. And the third Watergate is Marco Rubio trying to drink out of a water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the triumvirate of Watergate. So yeah. <laughs> so. Of tears. Um, Watergate. <laughs> American. So this is when American politics enters like a new era. So we have no short, fat, or ugly presidents <laughs> because you're gonna be. Kennedy sets the standard. He's like, you're gonna be hot. <laughs> you're hot. Have you ever seen LBJ? I feel like that was not a legacy that lasted very long. Yeah, but LBJ still didn't look like Richard Nixon on TV. Yeah, that's true. But like, no one looks like Richard Nixon on TV. Not on their worst day. Does anyone look like Richard Nixon on TV? <laughs> okay, so he obviously, spoiler, he wins the presidency. We've, we've gotten past that. <laughs> Actually, no, it's very interesting. It is the closest presidential election in recorded history. Really? He wins 49.7% of the popular vote. Nixon wow. wins 49.6. Wow. Which is that's a tight crazy race. Crazy to think, though. I mean, I didn't really get into the electoral math because, like, I didn't want to cry. But yeah. um, <laughs> um, so he's inaugurated on January twentieth, nineteen sixty, 
And right away, he's like, brother three, <laughs> do you want to be attorney general? It's nepotism hour at the White House, baby. <laughs> yeah, and RFK's like, yes, papa. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he makes his little brother, uh, and like, poor Teddy. Teddy's like, am I, am I just too is, young? Is, is Teddy the fifth son? Well, there's four like sons. Way for, oh, okay, but okay. he's the ninth child. Oh, so, so he's he so was far so forgotten. Down the totem pole. Yeah, he's like, he's like seventeenth in line for the throne. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one where it's like everyone has to die in order for you. Which they got kind of close. <laughs> they were toying with it. They just needed like an Elizabeth who was like, "You are not gaining power, <laughs> and so I will be queen for ninety years." No one, you know, the weakness of the Kennedy family is that no one could stay alive out of sheer spite for one another. That is their downfall. And, and you know what? And that's why they're not a monarchy. Yeah, fully. <laughs> Um, so right away, there's scandal all over the White House. Um, Jackie, incredible first lady. She does a White House tour. She's doing great. There's all these rumors that the president is sleeping with other women, all of which are true. But, um, Jackie is like, in an interview, she's like, life's too short to worry about Marilyn Monroe. I'm like, I would worry about yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Like, Girl, are you never sure? short enough to not worry about Marilyn Monroe. And she was right about the life being short thing. She was smart. She was like, oh, I well, could die tomorrow. I- I'm not having it out with Marilyn. Well, like, obviously, spoiler alert, JFK in about four minutes is going to get his brains blown out. Um, <laughs> not in a good way. Um, <laughs> Anyways. Um, and so... I also believe that after going down such a conspiracy theory, like, rabbit hole, that Marilyn Monroe was killed because she knew too much. I'm just going to let that linger. (laughs) Okay, so their relationship is defined by Jackie being, like, the doting, wonderful wife. And she becomes, like, a fashion icon. She's, like... The American wife. And JFK is, like, having orgies at the swimming pool. (laughs) Have they had the second kid yet? Oh, yeah. JFK Jr. is, like, born somewhere in here. Okay. But when when, when he's elected, he's got the two kids. Yeah. And then there'll be a third kid who dies in infancy. Okay. Rose is like, uh, I don't know why you're stopping. You are 10% (laughs) through where you need to be. She's like, an heir, a spare, a a pair, and... (laughs) Um, okay, so he's inaugurated, obviously, in January. By April, his presidency is in shambles because America has lost the space race. Okay. The Russians have sent a man into orbit, and Kennedy's drywall punching in the Oval Office. He's like, October of the next year. So now we've kind of, he kind of, like, has, like, a chill little summer. He's, like, out on Hyannis, like, being presidential, getting his portraits taken, and then Khrushchev just, like, puts missiles in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, he did do that. He did just have And Kennedy was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> he was like, I'm not good at my job, and you're actually making me do I things. I think it's so interesting that you have this opinion of Kennedy that, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but just, like, this opinion of Kennedy that he was a horrible president because the way he exists in American mythology, I feel like, is, like, no oh, one yeah. ever says a bad word about Kennedy. But I feel like after you get your brains blown out like you you sort of you earned that you earned the right to never be shit on except by on this podcast by two college students like under the age of 21 
yeah, I, he was just—he was just not good at his job. Like I, I, if he had—if he had survived the brains being blown out thing, like I—I I think like he wouldn't be remembered well. We go to Vietnam because of him. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But the only thing I'm going to posit as as a Kennedy apologist is that during this time, like you're so deep in the cold war like all this stuff's going on this was not an easy time for anyone to oh be no president. i don't like, think anyone who could was be president who was going to be president from 1961 to 1965 would have been able to do a good job okay that's fair that's fair like that was just a horrible time to I, I'm, be I'm satisfied with that answer okay so on no so the cuban missile crisis is like um october 28th mm-hmm. so like a month after that he's like doing a tour because it's 63 so he's up again in a year yeah he's like doing a tour and he's going to texas and there's like conflicting stories on like why he's there like it was partially a campaign trip i think some people in texas like some of the texas democrats were upset with him so he was like going to smooth out oh like you know, the, the presidential things where you yeah. have to, like, go to Texas and be like, don't secede, no. <laughs> Biden was in Connecticut the other day. I'm like, what, what business do you have there? There's nothing There's nothing here there's for nothing you. For, Bob but he's Stefan- got to go. But Bob gotta- Stefanowski is going to lose the governorship to Ned Lamont by, like, 4%, and we're going to pretend that it was not a close race. <laughs> I'm calling that now. Um, so on November 21st, 1963 we're gonna like go through i have like all the times and great okay so at 8 50 a.m kennedy delivers a speech like outside of his hotel which is called the hotel texas (laughs) (laughs) jackie's in her room and she's like you go do that Mm -hmm. i'm a chill (laughs) so he's like in the parking lot giving a speech which like feels so unpresidential. I mean, it's not the four seasons landscaping, but it's not far off. I feel like we have to remember there was, like, the Secret Service, I think, existed. But, like, every time I I read something, I'm like, there was no protection (laughs) at any point if I wanted to kill him. (laughs) I'm like, an impromptu. Biden hasn't done anything impromptu. He's like Taylor Swift. He's got his life planned out 15 years in advance. Um. At 11.46, he gets on Air Force One and it flies to Dallas. Okay. So Hotel Texas was not in Dallas. Um, they gre- they come off the plane. Of course, fans are allowed on the tarmac. So they're greeting everyone on the so tarmac. Wild. And the name of the airfield is Love Field. Oh. Which, like, mm-hmm. So then they're, like, going on this, like, drive-through. Okay. Convertible. In a convertible. Again, with, like, just the, <laughs> the shocking lack of protection. So they turn off heart. Okay, and this is what I add. Okay, so the conspiracy theories begin. But they had to go straight towards the hotel where Oswald was, and then they took a left. Okay. That's Harwood Road, and that's Main Street. Okay. So they were going down Harwood Road, and they had to take a left on Main Street. Yeah, okay, and it's it. past, and the, like, corner of those two streets is the, and I'm going to butcher the name, the Dolphus Hotel. Okay. And that's where Lee Harvey Oswald is. Okay. So at 12.30 p.m., they're driving down Main Street, and the president is shot, as well as the governor of Texas, who was in the front seat of the car. Okay. Um, And, I mean, I mean, he's pretty much instantly dead. Yeah. But that's where, and he, like, falls back. Yeah. And that's where you get, like, that iconic shot where Jackie climbed up onto the back and, like, tried to 
stop him from falling out of the back of the car. So by 1 p.m., the president is pronounced dead at Parkland Memorial Hospital. So it was a kill shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't survive something like that. At 12.45 p.m., so 15 minutes, nobody's read last rights, nothing. Herbert Hoover, the director of the FBI, calls Robert Kennedy, which... Let's just let's just linger on that for a moment and tells him that his brother's dead. The director of the FBI is the first person to tell RFK that his brother has been shot. Yeah. I'm going to think I'm going to just That's like weird. think about like the lineage of notice and think that that probably wasn't who usually makes that call. And also probably not the first. Per- and and well. he was shot. The shot rang out at 1230. And at tw- they have records of the call at 1245, 15 minutes later. He's like, yeah, your brother's dead. <laughs> Do with that what you will. At 107 p.m., the New York Stock Exchange drops by $11 million. Wow. Because I did not know that. There, there hadn't been a presidential assassination in... Like, a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, since Lincoln, and there wasn't the stop. Like, th- nobody knew what was going to happen. I feel like, was there someone in between Lincoln? I feel like there was, like, a, a, a non No, I think um, somebody, um, like, got a cold. Who's oh, that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who got died. pneumonia. Yeah, that's true. He did die. Was, um, was that Garfield, maybe? Who knows? Anyways. Definitely not Garfield. So, it was somebody. Yeah, someone with a dumbass name. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, by 1.50 p.m., Lee Harvey Oswald is captured as a suspect in the assassination of President Kennedy. While So Kennedy's dead, and Connolly is undergoing life-saving surgery, the president, or the president, the governor of Texas. Okay. So, like, at this point, it's, like, not a double homicide. But funny story, Lee Harvey Oswald, like, just killed someone on the street, like, while he was running. Really? <laughs> he just, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's what he was originally charged with, was just, like, killing. Okay, if you're fleeing the scene of a crime, probably the last thing you should be doing is, like, commit <laughs> the same crime, like, in public. Yeah, which just, like, goes, I mean, maybe they for like- a man who apparent, apparently orchestrated an assassination of a president all by himself, the the idiocy of just <laughs> killing a random man on the street is just not connected. Which for also, me. I know you're definitely going to make this point, but I feel like that is very clearly being like, I want you to catch me. And like, why do you want someone to catch you? Because you're a patsy. You're a Patricia. <laughs> okay. So at 2.38 p.m. on board Air Force One, Lyndon B. Johnson is sworn in as president yeah. of the United States. Um that's where you get the image of Jackie Kennedy in her pink Chanel suit with blood all over it. Yes. As she's, like, standing on the plane. Um, so midnight that night, they have been interrogating Lee Harvey Oswald, but, oh, nobody knows what happened in the interrogation. <laughs> um, There's no records of the interrogation? N- not the one that occurred between 2.38 p.m. and midnight. Well, like, some of them are in the documents that, like, Biden won't release because of pandemic slowdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just blame it on the pandemic. Yeah. That's a penny. Um, So they have, like, a press showing where basically, like, Lee Harvey Oswald, like, goes and sits, and then the 
like the detectives answer questions. It was super weird. I saw pictures of it. I, I, nobody knew what they were doing. And it's rumored that Jack Ruby attended this press showing at midnight. So the next day, they like put Lee Harvey Oswald to sleep in his little cell. At 11.21 a.m., the next day, they're perp-walking Lee Harvey Oswald. Because why not perp-walk the most <laughs> wanted man in America? And Jack Ruby just walks up and shoots him in the stomach on live national television. Like, there's images of you can... They just don't make TV like this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So Jack Ruby, whose real name is Jacob Rubenstein, was a mob boss in Dallas. Okay, great. Who, like, was very close with a lot of the Dallas policemen because in exchange for his silence on them coming to his strip clubs, they would be lenient on his crime behavior. So... Let, let's just for a second think, hmm, so he knows the police officers. He knows when they're going to perp walk him. I'm trying not to. I'm not trying. Um, trying not to lead the witness here, but, <laughs> but here we go. So a lot of people, like one of the main reasons people think that this is a conspiracy theory is because Jack Ruby was tied to organized crime and was able to kill Oswald on live TV before he's able to talk. But in his trial, Jack Ruby pleads not guilty um, under insanity because he had psychomotor psychomotor epilepsy and he shot Oswald unconsciously. He's like, um, the next thing I knew when I woke up, I had literally killed the most wanted man in America. Which, honestly, the other the other potential argument here for in his favor of, like, as to why he would do something like this is like, oh, well, I just loved Kennedy. But, like, how many mob bosses do you know are like, I love civil rights. Like, yes. So give them the right to in vote. In Texas. Right. I'm like, uh, things are not adding up. Yeah, so a lot of things don't add up about this whole little shebang. But it, it's now 63, yeah. and the first four born are just Either Joe Sr. dead, dead or, or in, in, in an institution. So Joe Sr. is like, all right, Robbie, I guess it's going to be you. <laughs> and he was already sort of poised, I feel like, because he he was, like, high up in the administration. Yeah, no, and and... He's like, yep, yep, let us not fret. We will continue. Um, Nevertheless, he persisted. (laughs) After this, Jackie gives an interview. Okay. And that's where the famous line comes where she's like, for one brief shining moment, there was Camelot, which creates, like, the mystique around the face. So this is when, when she creates that lore, that's when people are like, well, let's look into this family. Four of their firstborn <laughs> children are dead. And, like, nobody will say where Rose is. So, like, a lot of people, like, have come to their own conclusions yeah. about her. So, um, yeah, Jackie does this interview. And then everyone starts looking. And that's when people are like, okay, there's a curse. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the Kennedys are like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just you wait. So the whole country mourns. They, like, and... 
this interview with Jackie was so important that they held the presses for Life magazine at $30,000 an hour, which, like, in today's dollars, think about that. They really wanted to hear what she has to say. So on March 16th of 1968, almost four years after the assassination of his brother, Robert Kennedy announced his candidacy for president. Okay. Um, Which, again, March of the election year. I'm so jealous of these people. So he wins the South Dakota primary, which I'm like, the timeline yes. gets really screwed up for me. I'm like, did Iowa already happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, did Pete Buttigieg win that one too? <laughs> um, and on June 5th, he wins the California Democratic primary, which so like he solidifies. Yes, yeah, you're going to be the nominee. So shortly after midnight on June 5th, he's in the lobby of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, and he's like talking to his supporters. He's giving this big speech. Um, that's basically saying, like, he's going to end division in Washington. I think I've seen this film before. <laughs> I think I've seen this film before. Uh, and I did not like the ending. Um, so he's up there, he's giving a speech, and all of a sudden, like, shots ring out. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> what the damn what? hell now? <laughs> what is going on? Um, and a 24-year-old Palestinian... Sirhan, Sirhan, just like kind of holds the gun up and it's like, oh no, it was me. Okay. <laughs> and I, I They're was... like, uh, thank you, Sirhan, for making this easy for us. Also, it's Sirhan, Sirhan does not sound like a name. It sounds like an 80s pop band. Yeah, like, no, it's it like does. ABBA opening for Sirhan, Sirhan. <laughs> <laughs> like... Not Red Rocks. <laughs> um, so Kennedy, uh, Ken- RFK, sorry, I had a seizure. Um, RFK was pronounced dead a day later on June 6, 1968. Okay. So, Sirhan, um, who was born in Palestine, confessed at his trial that he um, just killed Kennedy because he was instrumental in the oppression of Palestinians. So do with that information yeah, what you okay. will. We are nowhere near educated enough to <laughs> comment on that situation. Um, Herbert Humphrey Ended up running for the Democrats. We all know how that wins. He loses to Nixon, and thus, sweaty man <laughs> has his has his turn in the sun. But the crazy thing is, like, RFK was so liberal. Like, it is mm-hmm. unreal how what, liberal. Like, what he, what he was running like. on, like, Bernie Sanders would be like, yes, facts, <laughs> man, <laughs> power to you. Um, like, we would have gotten a Green New Deal. We would have gotten universal health care. So, I mean, do with that information <laughs> what you will. Why would some people have an agenda to not want that to happen? Right. And he was obviously going to win. Like, he was prized to become the um, the nominee. He was going to be president. And he was going to – he was the political mind of the family. Mm. I – that is my own personal opinion – Dead. <laughs> dead. So now we're at one, two, three, four, five. Five dead. Eunice has just gone on her merry yeah, way. No, Married a like, Shriver. Never seeing me again. Changed her last name and was like, I'm going to go start the Special Olympics. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> um, okay. Ted Kennedy, he's like, oh, I am the last brother. He's like, don't, don't forget about me. He's I'm like, here. he's like, you had an heir, a spare, and a pair, and they all died. And where does that leave me? 
I will rise, Dad. <laughs> Do not worry. I will rise. So he's like, I'm going to be... Why Why did he think he wouldn't get killed? Like, he, he's looking at a burning building and but he sprinting <laughs> in. That's how badly they want to please their dad. Like, that's the chokehold this man has on his family. The building is on fire, and Ted's like, how quickly can I get in? Yep. Where, what's the nearest entrance? So during his brother's presidency, he's like, hey, hey, bro, do you want to just, like, get me a Senate seat? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he takes over his brother's Senate seat. Okay. So in 62, he is a senator from Massachusetts from 1962 to 2009. That is an absurdly long time. That is such a long yeah. time. And, and here we go with the murder. <laughs> okay. So late on the night of July 18th, 1969, let, let's just keep this in perspective. His brother has been assassinated Almost a year ago to the day. Okay. Um, he's driving along the beach in Martha's Vineyard with Mary Jo, and I am so sorry, Mary Jo. I'm going to screw up your last name, Kopenche, Okay. who was a political staffer from RFK's 1968 presidential campaign. Ooh. She was Monica Lewinsky. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's 28 years old. Okay. Is Ted Kennedy married? Oh, okay. So this isn't, like, horrible. Is she married? No, but she's a 28-year-old, really pretty blonde staffer. Okay. Who has ties to the Kennedy family? Yeah. Um, at an unknown time, but evidently very, very late at night, Kennedy drives his black Oldsmobile off Dyke Bridge, which is over um, Pucha Pond. Okay. So He's like, whoops. <laughs> he's like, um, Senator Kennedy would claim he dove into the pond against the current multiple times to try and save her. And when he gave up, he's not like, mm, I'm going to phone the police. He goes and knocks on his cousin's door and is like, hey, cuz, <laughs> want to go out to the pond? <laughs> so they go back and his cousin, um, Joseph Gargan, Dives into the water repeatedly and tries to find her. Which, if you're the cousin, you're like, why are you pulling me into this? Like, leave me alone. I have a lot of cousins and not a single one one of them would would I hide the body. (laughs) (laughs) None of my cousins would dive into a pond to save a woman I killed. "Mm, Excuse me, sir. This one right (laughs) here. (laughs) Um, So once they're both sure they can't find her or save her, they return to their hotel and go to sleep. What? Yep. So she, and this is really sad, she drowns at some point in the nine hours between when they leave to go back to the hotel and when her body is found the next morning. Wait. So she was alive when they left for the hotel. But how is that possible if she hadn't surfaced? Like, she was swimming. She was trying to get out. Like, because that's their story is that they went and dove in multiple times. But the autopsy shows that she was alive. So... They're probably lying because she did surface because they put the time of death at after. So it's like very muddy as to what actually, yeah. like when she died, what actually happened. Yes. Which maybe then, if the time of death doesn't line up, maybe the car did not go into the water at the time that they said it did because, like, it doesn't take nine hours to drown. It doesn't even take four minutes to drown. Yep. Like, so she, she, her body's found the next morning. And in a speech the following week, 
Kennedy maintains he had not driven drunk, that there was no truth, no truth, whatever, to the widely circulated suspicions of immoral conduct that have been leveled at my behavior and coping checks regarding that evening. So, like, defense. Mm. Tight defense. Um, he attributed his actions in not calling the police to a concussion that he had suffered in the accident. Okay, so we've got people who are, like, seizing out and and shooting people in the stomach. We've got people concussed and not saving people. Yep. So, crime scene, and this is where I did shed a tear. So, I'm not completely (laughs) hardened by true crime. (laughs) Um, Crime scene details prove that if Kennedy had gotten to her or gone for help, she she would have survived. That's pretty damning. Yeah. Um, it's still unknown what led to the accident, like, why he drove off the road in the middle of the night, but the Kennedy, the Kennedy line is that it was a terrible accident and yada, yada, yada. Since Kennedy did not contact the police until 10 a.m. the next day, when her, once her body was found, he was like, oh yeah, that was me. (gasps) That's, okay, that's He was only charged with leaving the scene of a crime. So, like, the same as a hit and run. And given a two-month sentence in prison, which his dad got annulled. This is where it just tickles my brain. I'm really not like the Kennedy. It tickles my brain. The reason that they had so much time to get their story straight is that while this was occurring, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were landing on the moon. So the entire country was watching the moon landing. And nobody cared about And nobody wedding. cared about, like, a Kennedy who had just, like, been in an accident. And so they had, like, a week to, like, formulate their mm. story and everyone get everything right and what time things were done and all that. They had a week before anyone came knocking and being like, what happened? hey. Then? No, the most, no <laughs> the most noteworthy thing about that story is the fact that a Kennedy was in an accident and <laughs> survived and wasn't the one who died. Exactly. So uh, we're now at six of the nine children have been affected by the curse. The others will fade into obscurity. Kennedy Fitzgerald... <laughs> JFK's son is JFK Jr. Okay. And this is this is Jackie's Jackie and JFK's kid. Okay. And he marries Carolyn Bassett, who is like this beautiful New York socialite right like they are a perfect couple. What what year is and this? He was like hot. around the time. He was hot. Yeah, he was hot. <laughs> I've seen pictures, he was hot. Um it's in the want to say like late 90s i think why does everything happen on july 17th um is that 1999 yeah so like in the 90s okay so we've taken a little break from, yeah you know death. The, the dying um so they're married and yet again the kennedys allow someone who does not know how to fly a plane <laughs> To fly a plane. You know, and I bet they're thinking, it's been so long since anyone died in a plane. Plane plane travel has come so far. So, on July 16th, 1999, Kennedy is like, "Mm, let's go on a trip, Carolyn. I'll fly. (laughs) He had never flown a trip alone. Okay, great. Uh, 
it was a brand new plane. So, I mean, I don't, Charles, I, I apologize. I don't know much about planes, but that doesn't <laughs> sound good. <laughs> and there was limited visibility to the point that nobody else was making a plane. Like experienced pilots were like, mm, no, we're not flying tonight. But of course, JFK no, Jr. Like, with that Kennedy charm, he's like, I could do this. So they crash into the Atlantic Ocean um, and they both die, which is when people are like, Trickery, trickery is something afoot. is afoot. <laughs> something is happening. And the reason for the crash was the pilot's failure to maintain control of the airplane. So, like, it was, it was, it was pilot error. Ooh. Yeah. So, and three, three people died, the two of them and their friend that was with them. And they were in their, I think it said that he was, like, seven months younger than his dad was when he died. Wow. So... It continues to this day. There was like a really sad one during the pandemic that was Kennedy's uh, grandchildren. So there is some trickery within you, this family. You are, I'm not like a believer of like the supernatural or anything like that. So I'm a hesitant to, I think this is just like a wicked coincidence. Uh, do you think that there's actually I mean, merit to I the idea that there's a curse? When you short the stock market and start the Great Depression, you inherit so much bad karma. I, I am a Catholic through and through. No, and you're not. <laughs> that was for you, Dad. Why are you lying on our podcast? That was for you, Father. Um, and God smited them. Mm. God did. He said millions of people died as a result of the Great Depression and Yeah, suffering. so watch what you can do. I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so yes, that is the Kennedy curse. And thank you for coming along. Well <laughs> I'm like I'm flabbergasted at all of this. This is so sad. How can how can so much tragedy befall one family? Yeah, and and then, you know, uh, what's his name? Connor Kennedy had Begin Again written about him, so that's also a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, wasn't it, I think he just got arrested for a DUI a couple years ago. Oh, like yeah. it's, uh, they're not doing great. Yeah, no, they're really not. But they have a really nice house. The sun has set on the Kennedy Empire. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, no, it, it was an American dynasty, and then they started having gingers <laughs> and america said no <laughs> america said not today well guys that's the episode thank you for coming <laughs> see you next week <laughs>